welcome to the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. I am Nikita Burks-Hill, life coach and your personal journey guide. This podcast is for the wanderers, the doers, and action takers. I'm here to empower women and women of color to live their best lives by showing up, being vulnerable, practicing gratitude, being a badass, and most importantly, enjoying the ride. This imperfect podcast is for you as you live your life and become the best version of yourself. So let's journey together. Let's get started. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Nikita, and welcome to another episode of the Journey Girl Magic Podcast. I want to first start off by thanking you all for listening to last week's episode and really taking it to heart. A quick reminder that this is just the beginning. I got so much good feedback about how you all felt like the episode was helpful, had tangible things you could actually do, and you didn't feel so stuck. So that makes me really happy. And also, there are quite a few conversations about how you shared it with others, maybe family members, close friends, and you got a lot of pushback. And so I would just say continue those conversations because it's they're not going to be easy. They're going to be uncomfortable but they're necessary. And so try not to rush to either or and then shutting people out because if that's the case, then the conversation doesn't even happen. So take them on that journey with you. Listen, have them listen, and hopefully you'll come to a place where you feel you can, you can come to some sort of agreement. And if not, then at least you know that the conversation is happening and who knows what can happen down the road. So I decided to record today's episode because I think it's important for us to remember that in order to do the work, the work necessary in our world today, we have to be grounded in who we are. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Who are you? Who are you? Now, for me, this has been a lifelong discovery and will continue to be. Each day I shift and change and gain new perspectives. I don't just ask myself, who are you and automatically get you know, that one answer. This is a process. This is a journey. This question and the answer to it takes listening. It takes being vulnerable and it takes a lot of discovery. It's complex and it's gray, but I do have some tips for starting. So that's what I want to talk about today. Let's get started. So who are you? How can you figure this out? Number one, be quiet and listen to your inner voice. So I'll talk about this back in one of my other episodes, and I will make sure to link to it in the show notes, but really getting quiet and listening to that inner voice, being able to set aside time each day, even if it's just five or 10 minutes for you to take a deep breath, for you to quiet all of the outside noise, to not be thinking about this thing or that thing or what's on your to-do list, but to really just get quiet and think about what you need and what you want. Get quiet and let that inner voice speak. Listen to it because it will most certainly every single time tell you who you are and what you need. So I've done this quick activity before and I want to do it again right now. So if you are able to do so, so if you are able to do so in a safe way, I want you to pause for a moment and I want you just to close your eyes. I want you to take a few deep breaths and just get quiet. Acknowledge the growing list of things that you have to do in your head and gently tell them that you see them and that you'll get back to them shortly. But for now, it's time for quiet. And as you take these deep breaths, 
I want you to ask yourself, what do you want right now? What do you need right now? And wait for an answer. What do you want right now? Notice I did not say, what do you need to do right now? What do you want? What answer do you receive? Take another deep breath and open your eyes. That answer that you heard, that small whisper, that big booming voice that suddenly came through, notice it, acknowledge it, and then commit to doing it at some point today. Whether it's a nap, whether it's drinking tea, a walk outside, food, whatever it is, do it today. Honor it. Honor that inner voice because the more you listen to it, the louder it will speak to you. The more you will trust it. And then repeat this every single day. You see, I feel like the reason why most people have such a hard time listening to their inner voice is one of two reasons. One, they think the answers they receive are too simple and there are more important things to do. Or two, they don't trust themselves that the answer that they need is exactly what they need to do. Both are very similar and lead to this vicious cycle of not listening or half listening and then not being pleased with the result and therefore thinking it's wrong and not doing it over and over again. When in actuality, it is going to feel uncomfortable and weird in the beginning. That is part of the process. It's new. It's different. Think of a baby going from crawling to walking. Something inside of them tells them it's time to walk, but they don't suddenly stand up and strut across the room. They pull up, they wobble, they fall. They take a couple of steps. They get encouragement and then they fall and then they eventually walk. The process of listening to your inner voice is similar. It is not suddenly or it very, very rarely is that you're fully listening and then you're suddenly one. No, it's a process that takes consistent practice. And that is why it's important to set aside five to 10 minutes every single day to get quiet, to practice listening to this voice, to become comfortable. Some days will feel easy. Others will feel ridiculously hard. But again, the point is that you are setting aside time to do this every day and making it a priority to listen to what you want. Number two, realize who you truly are and not just who you want to be. We are all on a journey to be the best version of ourselves and the best people that we can be, not the closest version to someone else that we can be. So many of us have been on this particular journey for years, and we think that we'll reach a specific destination and that will be it. For some, that holds some truth, but for many, this journey is just the beginning of something more. Let's use myself for an example. From the time that I was seven, I always wanted to be a dance teacher. I wanted to have my own studio and teach dance to kids and adults of color. This journey expanded into me wanting to teach dance in the school system. I actually planned on that being my only career and that I would teach for 30 plus years and then retire. I went to college and graduated with a degree in dance education, and I did teach in the school system. But it wasn't what I thought it would be. There was a lot more to being a teacher than actually teaching. And I know my teacher and educator friends, I know you know exactly what I mean. And so I had a choice. 
I could either have stayed in that because I went to college. I would have a lot of student debt because of that and said, well, this is the dream I chose. And so this is what I have to stick with. But I didn't. So after graduation, I got a job working at my alma mater in housing and residence life. And suddenly my journey shifted and expanded. I went from wanting to be a dance teacher to being an educator. So for the last decade, almost, I have done just that. I've worked in higher ed, and although I'm not faculty, I teach and interact with college students outside the classroom every day. But as the years have passed, I felt like something has been missing, like I could be doing more. I'm amazing at what I do, but I would say that it's my zone of excellence. So I took my love for educating and ventured out even more, expanded more. And suddenly, teaching became educating, and educating became coaching. And this is where I found my zone of genius. Every day when I am coaching, I finish feeling exhilarated, feeling lit up from the inside out. Everything feels organic and authentic and just flows. But even though this is the case, and I found my zone of genius, I am still working my nine to five in higher education. I'm still working every day in my zone of excellence, even when I know where I should be. So I'm actually in my zone of genius with my coaching, on average, only about 30% every week. And that dissonance and that disconnect is really tough right now. It's actually draining me because I know where I need to be, but I'm scared. So I'm not immune to this. I recognize it and I'm aware of what I'm missing out on of what I'm not fully tapping into, of the joy that I'm not truly embracing, the money I'm currently missing out on. I'm at this crossroad of me knowing who I truly am meant to be and the comfort of who I was and thought I was. I get it, but we have to be flexible and be willing to shift. Your gut, your inner self knows exactly what it wants. So listen to it because it will not lead you astray. Number three. Find what you are good at and what you need to let go of. So I want you to do another activity with me right now. And this is based on some of the stuff I just referred to, which is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks and The Zone of Genius. A quick background on these different zones. Zone one is what we call the zone of incompetence. This essentially means that you you suck at the task. It doesn't come easily. It's not fun. You will choose anything any other day over it. So that's zone one, zone of incompetence. Zone two is the zone of competence, which means you can do it if you had to. You still don't enjoy it, but if at the end of the day it had to get done, you could do it. Zone three is the zone of excellence. This means that you are good at it, but it doesn't light you up. I would dare to say that a vast majority of people are living their lives in their zone of excellence. I'm living the majority of my life in my zone of excellence right now. And then number four is the zone of genius. This is your space. This is it. The space that you own. The space that lights you up. This is where you want to spend the majority of your time in your life. So that's the recap about the four zones. So now the activity. 
I want you to write down a list of the roles that you hold and the things or tasks that you do on a daily basis. So this can include your titles, your roles, part of your identity, etc. Write them down and then put them in one of those zones. So if, if motherhood is a zone of excellence for you, put it there. If office worker is a zone of competence, put it there. If um, counseling kids is a zone of genius, put it there. I want you to put those things that you do in your life, those different areas, put them in one of those zones and then take a good look. Where does most of your life fall? Is it in the zone of incompetence, the zone of competence, the zone of excellence, or the zone of genius? Are you doing tasks and fulfilling roles just to pass the time? Are you living in your zone of excellence, but secretly feeling like you should be doing something more? This leads directly into number four, which is get curious with what you are passionate about. I think this is a great time in the world for us to be getting curious. This is what it's all about, trying new things. One thing that comes to mind for me is this idea of bucket lists. We all have our bucket lists of places we want to go, things we want to do one day, and new things that we want to try. So I want to take this list and like flip it, creating a list where we can actually accomplish things each week, a bucket list that's actually feasible any day of the week. And so I want you to take your bucket list, look at it, and choose one thing each week that you can actually do and check off of your bucket list. So this may not mean traveling to Brazil, especially right now, but you could do something on that list. And if you look at it and you can't find anything, then that list may need to shift. You may need to add some things to it. Because I think that oftentimes we create these lists of things that we would like to do, but have no real intentions of doing it. We just put it on there because it sounds good. Oh, I want to go to Bora Bora. Who wouldn't want to go to Bora Bora? That sounds amazing. But is that something that you really want to do? That connects right back to number one, getting quiet and listening and asking those questions. And so it's almost this nagging reminder when you put things on your list that you feel like you actually aren't going to do, that it's this reminder that we, we're not going to achieve it. And if you truly don't feel like you can do it or you can achieve it, then it needs to come off your list. Because all we need right now is things that push us forward, things that give us momentum and moving us forward. We aren't creating lists of things that sound fun. We are creating space for things that we are passionate about and curious to explore. Again, we are not creating lists of things that sound fun. We are creating space for things and activities that we are passionate about and are curious to explore. So creating this list, making space, getting curious, and then reflecting will all allow us to hone in on our passions, to actually know the things that light us up, the things that we want to keep doing, the things that we don't want to and then thus need to let go. And oftentimes, these are the things that we would never have imagined. Like who would have thought that I would have gone from wanting to teach dance to becoming a massage therapist to now teaching and coaching women of color to harness the power of their voice through podcasting. Like who would have thought that? I wouldn't have. <clears throat> but I have stayed curious. It's the reason why I call myself a journeyer. It's my passion. It's what my life is all about. It's about exploring and it's not always easy. It doesn't always feel good. It's often uncomfortable and I feel like I'm just treading or going through this thick space. But 
I learn and I grow and I get these life lessons and it's worth it. So that was number four. Finally, number five, assess your relationships. I also touched on this on a previous episode and I'll link to it in the show notes. That episode was called Who is Traveling With You as a whole series. So look at your relationships, look at the people who are around you and ask yourself, are they giving you energy or are they draining it from you? How do you feel about them? How do they make you feel? We all have spent the last three to five months, depending on where you are in quarantine, who have been the ones you have kept in touch with and more importantly, why? Now, that isn't to say that if they haven't reached out to you that you need to cut them off because remember, we have all been in a quarantine and our worlds have been flipped upside down. So don't punish people for just simply not being there for you because they may have needed to be there for themselves and their family first. But spend some time asking yourself, who are the people that you have kept in touch with? Who are the people that you have thought about and why? And let that guide you. I'm personally realizing more and more the importance of having the right people in my circle. Being able to have people that would challenge me and not just be challenging for me. Because we all have those friends. We have the ones that challenge you to be a better person. And then we have those who are just challenging people to be around. Choose accordingly. Those people you can be vulnerable with and know that you're going to be able to process whatever feelings and things that you need. And these last few months, I have intentionally deepened my circle. And so this means that my circle has gotten smaller. But the people that are in it, I know that I'm able to go deeper with and show up more fully as myself. So instead of expanding, I have deepened. And that is, I think, going to be kind of where my focus goes for this year, where just as much as I may want to expand, I need to go deeper. I truly believe that my relationships right now are a key component of my growth and the people and the person that I'm becoming. But it has taken a level of intentionality and boldness to choose to remove and bring people in my life that I thought I did not possess. I didn't think I could just cut people off and let them go. And what I've realized is that it's not personal. I, at the end of the day, have to do what's best for me and you have to do the best for you. So, in asking yourself, who am I? These are the things I want you to consider. One, get quiet and listen to your inner voice. Two, realize who you truly are and not just who you want to be. Three, find what you are good at and what you should let go. Four, get curious with what you are passionate about. And five, assess your relationships and the people around you. So this journey was chock full of tangible things and activities and items. So now it's time to get to work. I've had a free private Facebook group, and until very recently, I'd convinced myself that it was time to close it. I just wasn't putting anything into it in these last few months. But this episode and me getting quiet has led me to change my mind. So with that, I want you to head on over to our free private Facebook group, Journey Girl Magic, and introduce yourself. And let's continue this conversation, because it's in these conversations that growth occurs. My journeyers. That is it for today. I hope that this was helpful. I hope that you are able to take some of these activities and these teachings and these journeys that I've talked about and apply them. And if you have questions, come on over to the group and ask me. I'm here. I'm waiting. I've made this space for you. I've made this space for us. So with that, 
Until next week, happy journeying, y'all. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. I'm so appreciative and grateful for your time and your listening ear. Show notes for this episode can be found at journeygirlmagic.com slash podcasts and by clicking on today's episode. Also, please don't forget to subscribe to the Journey Girl Magic podcast to be the first to know when a new episode becomes available. You can also leave a review and let me know how this podcast is helping you on your journey. I read them all. I look forward to journeying with you next week. And remember, it's your journey. So show up, be vulnerable, practice gratitude, be a badass, and most importantly, enjoy the ride. Welcome to your journey.